Judges chapter 14, verse 1. And Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Samson's whole life is riddled with sin. A lot of people think Samson is a hero. I don't think so, because he never stopped sinning all the way to the end. And I seriously doubt that we're going to see him in heaven, because he never obeyed the Lord, and he never cared. But God used him anyway. So again, this is another testament to the fact that just because God is using you doesn't mean that you're saved, and it doesn't mean that you're God's friend. God's love is unconditional. But his promises always have conditions. And the only way that we can become his friend is if we obey him. God loves everybody, but God isn't friends with everybody. He's friends with those who obey him. And Jesus said this in the New Testament. He said, you're my friend if you obey me. Anybody in the Bible or in in your life who doesn't obey the Lord is not his friend. Noah was a friend of God. Abraham was a friend of God. King David was a friend of God. Moses and Joshua were friends of God. And this is because they obeyed. But the people in the Bible who didn't obey, like Samson, were definitely not God's friend. First of all, he sees a Canaanite woman, a Philistine woman, that he wants. And that's evil right there. Because God's law is that the Israelites have to marry Israelites. Two, and he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnah of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore get her for me to wife. He's telling his parents very disrespectfully that he wants to marry a Philistine. Three, then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren or among all thy people that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. So he's headstrong. He's arrogant. He won't even listen to his father's advice, which also shows evil. One of the commandments is to respect your mother and father. And this is one of two times when Samson disrespects his parents. Again, he's breaking another law. 4. But his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord, for he sought an occasion against the Philistines. Now at that time the Philistines had a rule over Israel. The Lord is using Samson's lust to get Samson close to the Philistines, because the Lord wants Samson to kill the Philistines. But he's using Samson's lust to accomplish this. When we're in sin, he can still use us and our own sinful mindset, like Pharaoh. Pharaoh was already a pagan who hated the Lord, and God used that to make Pharaoh's heart hard against Moses. But Pharaoh was already a sinner his entire life, worshiping false gods before he said no to Moses. And Samson has lust in his heart, and the Lord is using that. Just because God allows something or orchestrates something doesn't mean that the person he's using is obeying him. God also caused King Saul to prophesy after Saul was rejected by God because Saul refused to obey the Lord. God can use anybody for any purpose, and that doesn't mean that they're saved. Christians need to be really careful that they don't put their faith in how God is using them. 5. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnah and came to the vineyards of Timnah, and behold, a young lion roared against him. He's leading his father and mother instead of the other way around and a lion came out on the road. 6. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he rent him, meaning the lion. He tore the lion, as one would have rent a kid or a goat. And he had nothing in his hand, but he told not his father or his mother what he had done. A lot of times people traveled in caravans or groups when they went from one place to another, even though his mom and 
his father are also traveling. That doesn't mean that they're all in a car together or they're all walking side by side. They could have been in a caravan, and that's why the mother and father didn't know that Samson had killed this lion with his bare hands. It's the same explanation for how Joseph and Mary lost Jesus when he was 12 years old when they were traveling, because they were traveling in a caravan and they thought that he was with other members of the family in a different area of the caravan. That's why they didn't realize that he wasn't there. 7. And he went down and talked with a woman, and she pleased Samson well. This is lust and flirtation. This is barroom dating going on right here. He's lusting after her because of the way she looks. He goes and flirts with her, and she flirts back. That's exactly what's happening here. That's not how any of the godly marriages in the Bible happened. This is totally the way people interact today, where we have pretty much everybody fornicates because everybody lusts and flirts and dates, and so they end up fornicating. The godly marriages in the Bible didn't start out this way. They first had an agreement to be engaged, and then they waited until the wedding, and then on the wedding night, they were together. And after a while he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, there was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion. And honey. One of the laws that we've already read about in Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy is that you cannot eat anything out of a dead animal's body. And he now sees honey in the lion's carcass. It's unclean. He's not supposed to eat it. And this was after he went back to the girl's town to go get her to be his wife. 9. And he scraped it out into his hand and went on eating as he went. Here's another sin. We've seen multiple sins already. He lusted after a woman. He's going to marry a pagan. He disrespected his parents. And now he's eating unclean food. And he came to his father and mother and gave unto them. And they did eat, but he told them not that he had scraped the honey out of the body of a lion. They think he got the honey from a legitimate place. They would never dream he got it out of an animal's carcass. And he didn't tell them. And so he's now causing his parents to sin. They're unclean because they're eating this honey, but they don't even know that they're unclean. This is pure wickedness, and this is the second time that Samson disrespects his parents. It's one of the Ten Commandments that you have to honor your father and mother. 10. And his father went down unto the woman, and Samson made there a feast, for so used the young men to do, meaning that when young men got married, they would make a big wedding feast. His father went ahead and gave him permission to marry this Philistine which shows that Samson was probably a spoiled brat because his parents did what he said rather than the other way around. He was probably spoiled his whole life, which explains why he disregards God's laws. 11. And it came to pass when they saw him that they brought 30 companions to be with him. The Philistines brought 30 companions to Samson's wedding. 12. And Samson said unto them, Let me now put forth a riddle unto you, if ye can declare it to me within the seven days of the feast, because a wedding feast lasts seven days. This is traditional in all Jewish history. And that means that when we go up into heaven and meet Christ and there's a wedding feast, that feast will last for seven days. If ye can declare it me within the seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of raiment. He's saying to these 30 Philistines, if you guys solve this riddle that I'm going to tell you, then each of you is going to get an outfit and a coat to go with it. And that's very valuable. 13. But if ye cannot declare it to me, then shall ye give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of raiment. And they said unto him, put forth thy riddle that we may hear it. 
They each have to give him one change of clothes, including a coat, and then he'll have 30 changes of clothes if he wins this bet. 14. And he said unto them, Out of the eater came forth food, and out of the strong came forth sweetness, and they could not in three days declare the riddle. 15. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they said unto Samson's wife, Entice thy husband that he may declare unto us the riddle, lest we burn thee in thy father's house with fire. Have ye called us hither to impoverish us? They're saying, are you trying to make us poor? Because it would be really expensive for each of us to buy Samson an outfit. So if you don't manipulate him into telling you the answer to the riddle, we're going to burn you and your whole family. They're really nice, aren't they? The pagan religion causes you to hate people because they're essentially worshiping Satan. Therefore, they're learning to hate. When you worship God, you learn to love. 16. And Samson's wife wept before him. So now she's manipulating, which isn't something that women are supposed to do. Thou dost but hate me and lovest me not. Thou hast put forth the riddle unto the children of my people, and wilt thou not tell it me? And he said unto her, Behold, I have not told it to my father or my mother, and shall I tell thee? She's saying, You told my people a riddle, but you won't tell me the answer to it. And then he said, Well, I didn't even tell my own father and mother the answer to the riddle. Why should I tell you? And she wept before him the seven days while their feast lasted. Imagine your wife weeping during the wedding. And it came to pass on the seventh day that he told her because she pressed him sore and she told the riddle to the children of her people. She's deceived him. She's manipulated him. But she is in fear for her life and she is a pagan. In her mind, she's doing the right. 18. And the men of the city said unto him on the seventh day before the sun went down. The new day always starts at sundown. They had to tell him before the sun went down. Otherwise, they wouldn't beat the time limit because they only had seven days. And they said, What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion? And he said unto them, If ye had not plowed with my heifer, ye had not found out my riddle. He accused them of having sex with his wife. He's calling his wife a heifer, and he's saying that they have used her. 19. And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he went down to Ashkelon, and smote thirty men of them, and took their spoil. He went to a different neighborhood where there were pagans. To keep his deal with the Philistines, he smote the other pagan neighborhood of the Ashkelonites. He killed thirty of them and took their clothing so that he could pay back his debt to the Philistines, because now he has to give all thirty of these men a new outfit. And he gave the changes of raiment unto them that declared the riddle. And his anger was kindled, and he went up to his father's house. He's left his bride. He's mad at her, and he's mad at the Philistines. But he still considers her his bride. He hasn't thrown her away. He's just left her temporarily because he's furious. 20. But Samson's wife was given to his companion, whom he had had for his friend. His own wife was given to one of his friends, which shows you that Samson's friends were no good. Obviously, this friend cared nothing about Samson. Samson is a headstrong, selfish, arrogant, evil person, and he hangs around with like people. And that concludes Judges chapter 14.